Chapter 12 Contrast Maybe, but it's in a can. I don't particularly want to waste time messing with it right now. Here. Daniel tosses one of his two remaining bandages to Tim. He begins knotting the other around his thigh. You look like you're about to bleed out, dude. Says Tim. Probably. Do you need any help tying that? No, I got it. Tim is wearing a t-shirt, a hoodie, and jeans, with a small pouch hanging from a belt loop. Tim's sneakers are slung over his shoulder, tied together by the shoelaces. Nice pitchfork, thinks Daniel. That has got to come in handy. Daniel disassembles the last scarab while Tim tends to his thumb. Once the insect parts are all packed up, Daniel says, Let's go. I'm worried there's an infinite spawn here. He throws one of the dryer care pieces at Tim and starts walking. Jesus, says Tim. How long have you been here? He follows Daniel, fumbling to get a proper grip on the makeshift shield. A couple hours, maybe? But I passed out, so it's hard to tell. Any special reason why your shoes are off? Tim pauses. <laughs> I guess I feel safer this way. And they were wet. Ha! <laughs> says Daniel. Yeah, mine too. He smiles as Tim's gaze drops to the ribbon of blood on the floor. Insect noises fade in over the conversation. Definitely an infinite spawn, thinks Daniel. It's maybe three scarabs. Daniel wonders if his senses have become precise enough that he can hear their numbers. But after a moment, hearing becomes irrelevant. The scarabs are now perfectly visible, their bodies casting giant shadows, backlit by a cone of fire. I was right thinks Daniel, squinting into the brightness. Three of them. Well, four. Because by this point, it's clear that the flames are spraying from another scarab, a behemoth thundering forward in armor that fills the tunnel. The little bugs make an abrupt retreat, scampering straight through the fire under the walking tank to get away. Daniel puts his rock and backpack on the floor and unties one of the extra carapaces. Is there definitely a dead end from where you came? Daniel asks Tim. I have no idea. I fell through a fucking door. Can you open it? I don't know. Fuck. Let's run. There could be another exit. It'll corner us if there isn't. You check. Hurry. Tim takes off back down the tunnel, leaving Daniel alone with the fire beetle. It is still many paces away, but Daniel knows that he can't afford to wait for it to arrive. He has to challenge its every step, make it move slowly or preferably not at all. Running out of room means burning to death against the rearmost slab of stone. With a carapace in each hand, Daniel jogs toward the approaching flames, hoping to buy Tim enough time to find them a way out.